But do you know that all the dark won't stop the light from getting through?
Welcome, one and all. Take these off now. This is Rise Up here on LFA TV, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, a.m., 6 a.m., 9 a.m. And uh, it's incredible that people actually are jumping out of bed at 6 a.m. to get a little bit of Rise Up. I know I would do it if somebody, if I was watching this show and I lived in California and I had to be up prior to 6 a.m. to watch this show and have my coffee, I'd be doing it too. So I want to thank you guys so very much for answering God's calling because that's what this is for all of us. Everybody that has been here More like 5.15, oh no. Uh, Everybody that is here and that has been here is here because God wanted them to be here. And because they wanted to further their relationship with Jesus Christ. Jeremy, can we start donation for Ruth? There's over 600 people in here. Just half donates $5, that would really help out. Here's $10, a gift from God. Uh, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't see anything about that. So, I mean, usually I have to be ready for that. What's that, Eli? When, when was that? Okay. Well, normally I like to, before I start asking for people to raise money, I like to, um, to know why and to who it's going to. Eli said he got an email six minutes ago. Um, so, um, if any of you wanted to, you're more than welcome to, I just haven't seen it yet. So, uh, you know, we'll keep track of what comes in, but thank you very much. Now, getting back to what I was saying and Ruth, we love you. God bless you. Uh, you're worthy. Everyone here is worthy. And Jesus, um, Jesus made us all worthy. Jesus makes us all worthy. Jesus will continue to make us all worthy and nobody comes to the father except through him. So we're all one big happy family, brothers and sisters in Christ. And when we're going through trials and tribulations, look at what you guys do. You know, it seems like you don't even need me to steer the ship of helping other people anymore. And that's the great thing about this this show. Is like I said, we are all here. You got that? All right, hold on. Let me just read this. Thank you. I have financial problems to where I can't pay my bills, buy groceries, or pay for my medications. I take so many meds, especially for my heart. I'm depressed from all these issues. Could you please get help from Jeremy and the LFA family? Thank you in advance for your health, Ruth. Uh, help, Ruth Hartstock. Well, we know that Ruth is here all the time, so we know she's not some person just coming in and trying to get money from the uh, from the Slurp Fund. Um, so anything that we raise today will definitely go to help out Ruth. Uh, thank you guys for taking the taking the the wheel on that one. And this is what I'm talking about. We're here because God has commanded all of us to be here together in this God cast so that we can move the kingdom of heaven forward here on earth, on earth as it is in heaven. And that is what we do. And we've created a family and an environment where we are now well over $50,000 this year of financial help for each other. 
And do you want to know, Eli, what really blows my mind is I have seen many times where somebody has been temporarily down in the dumps and they've needed help. And we've all pitched in to help him, to help whoever it is. And then in a few months, after prayer and, 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 and following God's commandments, they get a new job, say. And we've seen this many times now here. And then they come back and they donate to help somebody else. That is the power of God. That is the power of Jesus Christ. That is doing unto others as you would want them to do unto you. I've never seen anything like this. $100 from Twanity yesterday, today, and, and, and gave $500 yesterday. Look at all of the help coming in. Unbelievable. This, this is Christianity. Oh, you Christians, you... First of all, anybody who's not a Christian thinks that Christians are Catholics and Catholics are Christian and that's it. You must be Catholic. When I was interviewed by the Daily Beast last week, the guy said, oh, I watched your show. You must be religious. You, you, you must have a religious network. What are you, Catholic? And I was like, let me, let me school you, my son. Inspired said, how do I donate? Well, if you're, there's a little dollar sign down under where you type in. It's a little green dollar sign. You click that. And you can donate right there, or you can donate on jeremyharrell.com and put who you want it to go to if it's not to the company, and we'll get it to them. This is Christianity. Following Jesus, following the commandments of God, and lifting each other up when people are, are, need help. It's about as simple as that. Believing in Jesus and what he did, and believing in the resurrection, and having faith. All of that is encompassing into uh, encompasses being a Christian. And what, you know what you get out of it? Well, first of all, you get out of it eternal life, right? Not that you're doing it for that reason. Brandy says, my grandmother's name was Ruth and donated $100. Melissa Steffi, $3. Holly Ann, $5. Bobby Manchin, $5. Look at, all, look at what I'm talking about. What you get. Eternal life, a life here of joy and peace, salvation. If you were a nice person, you're no longer a nice person. You are a kind person. There's a difference. Just like in the differences between the two words, surprise and amazed. Remember we had that conversation a couple days ago? I'm so very blessed to be here among all of you. And you guys, the donations are coming in so fast, I can't even mention everybody's name. You see what's happening here, Ruth? You asked, and it was God's will, and you received. Just like the Bible said. Just like the Bible said. Ruth is in need of medication and bills and feeling not worthy. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. She's going to feel prayer. She's going to get financial help today, and she's going to relieve some of that depression, loneliness, and anxiety. Because of this amazing family. Ladies and gentlemen, finish my sentence. God is good all the time and all the time. Go ahead, say it in the chat. You know the answer. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Everybody's worthy. Everybody's worthy of God's love. 
as long as you open up to Jesus. And in his name, let's go to the Lord in prayer now. Oh, by the way, my son asked me the other day, why do we have to close our eyes to pray? I said, you don't. But the reason why we do is so that you are, your entire attention is on God. If you pray with your eyes open, the devil will use that as an opportunity. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying if you pray with your eyes open, the devil will exploit and use that as an opportunity for you to go, oh, look, squirrel. Focus. Close your eyes. Bow your head. Father. Dad. Holy God in heaven. Hallowed be your name. As humans, we take for granted literally every minute of every day in the flesh. But in the spirit, we don't take anything for granted. And we give all glory to you as you glorify our lives. Lord, you turned us from darkness to light. You took us out of depression and showed us joy. You took us out of loneliness and showed us family and love and how to lean on each other. You gave us a GPS with the Holy Spirit. We are so thankful. We are so incredibly thankful to you for every good thing that you've given us. But we are also thankful that in every trying time, in every terrible circumstance that the devil is using to tear us down, that we can lean on you and smile and say, help, and you will. Today, Lord, we're going to talk about a number of things and show a number of videos on this Godcast in your name. But we're really going to focus on the title of today's show is Can You Be Kicked Out of Heaven? Please help me voice your message to the entire LFA family and beyond. Weigh it on their hearts to share and spread the gospel, not gossip today. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen. My prayers to God have gotten so much better since episode one of Rise Up. You guys asked me the other day, and by the way, I'm finally getting over this sickness. I think I just need a little rest this evening. So I might, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll see if Sean Farish can, can fill in for me tonight and get a little bit of rest because I've been working since we were at the rally and I think I just need a little rest to really overcome this. But you guys asked me the other day if I've gone back and watched the first few episodes of Rise Up. 
And I have not. But I have gone and seen some of the prayers that I led us in, in those early episodes. And do you know that the prayers that I was doing 150 episodes ago were filled with ums and uhs and ums and hums and ahs and e's and o's and i's? Meaning I'd be like, Lord and Heavenly Father, uh, Lord, we, 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 we praise you and we worship you today. Um... Wow, green broccoli, $200, says use where is needed. I think Ruth needs it. So we're going to pass it all on. I think there's already like $1,000 raised. I don't know, maybe not. Maybe not that much, but. Long story short, if you look at the progression and the prayers that I lead us in every day, (coughs) you'll notice the same thing. So what does that tell me? It tells me that we are more sure today of God's promises than we were 150 episodes ago, which also tells me that we are walking with Jesus and that we are furthering our relationship with him. It isn't a one and done. It's an everyday journey, guys. It's not about the destination, and it isn't a one and done. It's a what can you teach me today? What can I do for the Lord today? And you learn, and you grow, and you become more perceptive, and you become more inspiring, and you become more encouraging to other people around you. You become the light of the Lord. And when you become the light of the Lord, then even just a little bit of the, a little bit, the littlest bit of flicker that you may go out, get you back on that path that much quicker. So will we ever be perfect? No, never. But we are made perfect in the sight of God with and through Jesus Christ. He makes us perfect. He's the gap. He fills in the gap. He stands in the gap and says, no, I am standing here. I am going to bring these people to the throne of God. Jesus is perfect. And through him, we are able to be looked at the same way. And the more we walk with Jesus, every day you become better. You're never, ever going to reach a peak until you're in heaven. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. That's a good question. Somebody said, anybody know how Patriot Donnie is doing? You know what? I'm going to message him right now since you said that. Because I haven't. I haven't even, I, I want to apologize. I have not even, uh, have not even thought of that. So I'm going to go find Patriot Donnie. I'm going to send him a message. Hold on just one second. Just like, uh, just like members of an actual church, we check on each other, folks. Jeremy, it's because you loved Jesus so much that you led by example. Thank you for loving us to share your journey. God bless you, Grammy love. Miranda says, God bless this LFA family, Lord Jesus. Meet all of our needs today. Restore our health, finances, relationship, our souls. Draw closer to you. You are worthy in Jesus' name. 
God chick says, God bless the hearts of this LFA family. Linda, Dave Bray is great. You're actually going to see a lot more of Dave Bray coming up here on LFA TV soon as well. Miranda, Donnie is super busy with his busy with his business. He had to go in on his day off yesterday. Well, if he messages me back during this show, then we will. Uh, then I'll let you know. All right. Can you be kicked out of heaven? After all, Lucifer was. Have you ever had that question? Have you ever been asked that question? If so, how have you answered that question? I'm going to bring up the Rumble Chat, the live Rumble Chat. Hopefully you're signed in. And let's see if you guys have been asked that question or if you have that question yourself. Thank you, Lifelike. Thank you, Brenda. God bless all of you. Look at, the, look at us come together when we need to, huh? Why would you want to? Nobody would want to, Bad Moon. But that question still exists in some people. Angels do not get the gift of salvation. Once saved, always saved. Hmm. Interesting. I never thought of it. If your light goes out in heaven, I don't see how you can stay. I never thought of it. I don't think so if you're elected. Okay, Mama B, God bless you. TJ, I've never thought of that. I'm sure you could, but why? Pretty, you know, you, know, you notice one thing that I've, I've, I've come to realize on this channel is that we have some pretty amazing conversations, don't we? Kong says, I believe so. Kong, I believe you're wrong on that one. We're going to talk about it here in a minute. But this is just, just me. Could be wrong. If you are truly saved, how could you? Says Mammy. Heaven and everything is perfect. So how and why would that happen? Satan was cast out of heaven, so it is possible. It was possible for him. I guess anything's possible, right? This is a great conversation. You guys ready for this? Are you? Let's get into it. Take a drink of my Rise Up coffee. I'm going to need it for this one. Thank you, Diane. Diana. What's that, Eli? Eli says it looks like about 960 before the uh, percentage that Rumble takes out for being the money changer. Uh, that's great. This is, I, Ruth is going to be so incredibly happy. The question is, can you be kicked out of heaven? That's the question. And if somebody says no, well, then an atheist is going to say, then how was Satan kicked out of heaven? Here we go. Ready? Okay. 
Satan must have been given an ultimatum at some point. He, there must have been a test that Satan had to overcome, Lucifer. And he had two choices. And he chose the path that he chose because he failed whatever test that he was under. Okay? Now, there's no, nothing in the Bible that says, God said, Satan, you're under a test. Let's see what, you, let's see what happens. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is for Satan to have made this choice, he must have been under a test and he failed this test. And he got kicked out of heaven, permanently banned forever, eternity. And he can never go back. He can never be saved. There's no salvation for him. That's why he hates when you pray so much because he can't. There's no salvation in his prayer. There's nothing coming to him in the way of good from God ever. Satan created sin in that moment. Now, why couldn't that happen to us once we go to heaven? I'm going to tell you why. This is my belief that I feel the Holy Spirit was weighing on me to talk about today. There's three things that keep us apart from God. Three things. Or that can push us away from God. And those three things are the world, your flesh in this body, and the devil, Satan. Melissa says Satan is a bad dude. <laughs> Say, of course, Satan is a bad dude. So the three things, the world, your flesh, your body, and the devil. Those three things work hand in hand daily to keep you away from God. So when you pray, you're punching the devil in the face metaphorically you are punching the devil in the face with your prayers because he can't do it even if he tried it doesn't matter his prayers will fall on deaf ears there is no salvation for Lucifer Satan the devil but there is for you what is that salvation that salvation is Jesus Christ. When you go to heaven, you're saved. Let's just talk about we're saved individuals. We're children of God. We're going to heaven. Okay? We get to heaven. We're there. Those three things, the only three things that I just mentioned, you will not have in heaven. You will not have the world will not have your fleshly body because God's giving you a new heavenly body. So there's no sin in your flesh. There's no flesh in your sin. And there's no devil. So if there's no world, there's no fleshly body that you had that was in sin, and there's no devil, 
then there's no desire for sin because it doesn't exist. Harmony, love, compassion, peace, joy, godliness. Those are the only things available. If you put me in a room and say, which would you rather drink? Hold on, slow down. Whoa, back up the truck. There would be salvation for Lucifer if he would repent and ask Jesus to save him, but he refuses. No, that's false. I know that sounds odd, but that is false. There is no salvation for Satan. Not now, not before, not in the future, not ever. It's over with for him. That is why God said that there is one sin that is unforgivable. One sin, unforgivable, and Satan already committed that sin. It's unforgivable. He cannot be forgiven for this. And that sin is knowing God exists, knowing Jesus is real, knowing that God was manifest in the flesh, died as Jesus, rose on the third day, and took the sin of the world on himself. If you know all of that and you know that it's true and you reject it, that sin is unforgivable. You can never come back from that. So, getting back to can you get kicked out of heaven? The answer is no. You cannot. Are you with me, folks? Now, I don't want to say that God can't do anything because God can do anything. But God's promise is salvation for eternity. Salvation for eternity. Because there's no body, you'll get a new body, not a fleshly, sinful body. There's no world. It's a new world where sin doesn't exist. And there's no devil tempting you to do sin because he's not there, can't get there. And there's no such thing as sin. Dimple said, I thought it was blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Well, that is, that is it. Rejecting the Holy Spirit, rejecting Jesus, rejecting God, that is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit at the highest level. Now, I want to tell you something else that's going to blow your mind. Boy, we're getting deep today, ain't we, Eli? We're getting deep today. I love it. I love this conversation. In the first 80, 90 episodes of Rise Up, we weren't ready to have in-depth conversation like this. I know I wasn't. I know I wasn't. So you guys ask, Jeremy, why aren't you making short clips? That would be the ultimate outreach. Why aren't you making short clips of Rise Up, but you're making short clips of LFA? It seems like you're rejecting God. These are statements that people have made to me. And I'm going to tell you why I have not made short clips of Rise Up, as important as they are, because I wasn't ready. So you're telling me you weren't ready to spread the gospel? I'm not saying that. I wasn't ready. Period. I'm ready now. 
But Jeremy, think of all the souls that you could have saved if you would have been putting out short clips that people would have seen that don't watch Rise Up. Really? First of all, I can't save anybody. God does. I plant seeds. But I didn't want to plant seeds on rocks. I didn't want to plant seeds where nothing would grow. I just wasn't ready. I pray that you can accept that. But I'm ready now. So people ask, what do you mean you weren't ready? Did you see me in Miami? You'll never see that again. Imagine this. If you will. Imagine this. Imagine had I been putting out short clips of these shows, Rise Up. And imagine it reached millions of people, just hypothetically here. And imagine if Rise Up had 30,000 live viewers in it because so many people had heard me preach or say something and they were just like hooked in, right? And then they come and they watch Rise Up. Patriot girl, God bless you. That's, see, that's, that's odd, but that's great to see. Great to hear. And then imagine they come and they watch Rise Up and they said, wow, there's other shows here. Oh, look at this. There's Live from America. There's Ungoverned. There's Unafraid. Look at all these great shows. Oh, they're doing coverage in Miami? Amazing. And then they see me in Miami. Swearing, getting in people's faces, ready to fight. And I could have done far, I could have been far more effective had I fought with the word of Christ. And Will ended up getting me there, thank God, while we were there. Now imagine this. Imagine those people that came to the, app, came to the channel, or the show more importantly, because of videos that they saw me put out, and then they saw me act like that down there. I'm not saying everybody would leave, but people would have been very heavy-hearted. So when I tell you I wasn't ready, I wasn't ready. I'm ready now. And you just watch what happens next. Now, Getting heavy today, huh? Eli, can you uh, possibly turn that uh, air conditioner on? Thank you. Your growth in the spirit is so profound. It's hard to believe how far you've come. Well, thank you for that. Also, Eli, can you click that fan on for me too? It's getting pretty warm in this studio. So I'm very, very, very glad I decided to wait. Shiva, you got it right. You would have turned people off from Christ. Jeremy, little David gave his tooth fairy money for... What? What? Eli, little David, who I got to meet in Erie, gave his tooth money, tooth fairy money for Ruth. Can you believe that? (laughs) 
Wow. Thank you, David. Thank you very much, brother. You are a uh, you are an inspiration to all of us, and we're all old people <laughs> compared to you. How do you not cry about that one? <laughs> David, you made me cry in a good way, though. You made me t- cry tears of joy today. <laughs> Amazing. Obviously, ladies and gentlemen, I have a lot of videos to show you, like I said, but there's something I've been trying to get out now for the last 10 minutes, but God keeps telling us to say other things. So now I think it's the time to say it. Man. That one got me. That one got me. Okay. Lord bless David and his family. You're right, Mazzy Paws. I would have turned people away from Christ because they wouldn't have known about the... the, uh, They would not have known what this show is. They would have come in, they would have watched a few episodes, but they would have not have known that this is a personal growth uh, journey for me. Like publicly, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's, it's, it's a commitment that you make to God and you just follow through on the commitment. Aspen says, Ruth, do you feel worthy now? I think you do. I think you're feeling the love of Jesus today. I think David just showed us what the love of Jesus can do from a little child for all of us. What an example. Who says you can't learn anything from a child? Because you can. Jeremy, every time you cry, it makes me cry. You are the first man I've ever seen cry as you do, and it amazes me and touches my heart. I cry a lot now. (laughs) I didn't used to. Yeah, but people wouldn't have understood what that was. They wouldn't have understood that this was my personal journey and that there's, that there's growth and there has to be patience uh, when you guys see me screw up and sin and fail and, and fall and stumble, right? But I admit it to you every time. I never hold anything from you. I never will. It's not worth it. No matter how embarrassing it might be, which, trust me, I'm embarrassed a lot by my actions. When God made the earth, he put the fish and the sea life in the water. He instructed the earth to grow trees. Now, let me ask you this question. If God made the waters and put the fish in the waters because they need to be in the waters to live. 
And God made the trees and put the roots of the trees deep down in the earth because they need the earth to live and grow. And God made us in his image. Let me ask you guys a question. If you take a fish out of water for any extended period of time, what happens? Fish dies. If you rip a tree or a bush or a plant out of the ground where it gets its nutrients and its, and its life, what happens to that tree or to that bush or to that plant after an extended period of time of being out of where God grounded it in, given it its life? It dies within a very short period of time. What happens to a human being when you take the human's life source away from him, which is God being made in his image? You'll die. It's not complicated. It's actually more simple than anybody could have ever explained it to me. All of this. Why, where, where were the people in my life to explain all of this simplistic, easy to understand rules and guidelines? Where? <sighs> now, I know God brought me through what I need to be brought through to put me where I am today, and, and I am grateful for that. But I'm just curious as to why nobody ever explained things so simple to me. God wants us all to know it. He can't, it's not a Rubik's Cube. You take a fish out of water, it dies. You take a tree out the earth, it dies. You separate us from God, we die. You could never go back. And if you do, that's the one sin that is unforgivable. Pretty, pretty incredible, isn't it? Sometimes we ignore God's message, says CQ. Yes, that's true. That is true. Victoria says, I would have loved to have somebody explain things to me when I was young. I know. I know. I got a couple videos here for you. I'm going to put my headphones on so I can hear them with you. What a show today, huh? What a show today. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, I'm going to show you a, a few different videos, okay, folks? I, I, there's a few different ones I want to show you. Um, so just bear with me and for no real specific reasons, just vid videos that I wanted to, that I, that I saved and archived because I wanted to share them with you. I, when I see great videos, I want to share them with all of you. So let's go and let's play this now. I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father, but through me Four, live your life.
your truth. Jesus never said that. When Pontius Pilate questions Jesus about truth, Jesus said, I am the truth and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Jesus will set you free. Five, as long as you are happy, that's all that matters. Jesus never said that either. He said, what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? That is what Jesus said. Five things Jesus never said that people believe he said. One, follow your heart. Jesus never said that. He said, follow me because the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can understand it? Two, be true to yourself. Jesus never said that either. Jesus said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross and follow me. Three, believe in yourself. Jesus never said that. He said, believe in me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. 4. Live your truth. Jesus never said that. When Pontius Pilate questions Jesus about truth, Jesus said, I am the truth, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Jesus will set you free. 5. As long as you are happy, that's all that matters. Jesus never said that either. He said, what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? That is what Jesus said. So, ladies and gentlemen, when you have these atheists and agnostics and this, that, and the other trying to say, well, Jesus said, Jesus said this, Jesus said that, well, there you go right there. Another thing that I, I think an, another big misconception is Jesus wasn't nice. Jeremy, what are you talking about? Jesus was the nicest person on earth. No, he wasn't. Do you know the definition of nice? Jesus wasn't nice. Jesus was kind. Nice would imply that Jesus cared about other people's feelings, even if they were wrong and blasphemous. And he would affirm them, oh, at least, you know, that's your opinion. That, that's nice. No, Jesus was kind, but he was blunt, and he was very candid, and he hurt a lot of people's feelings, so much so that they killed him. I have a couple other videos I've, I've, I've uh, saved for you. What if... Check this out. This one really blew my mind. You know how you have people saying, there's no way the earth is only 6,000 years old. And then you have other people saying, um, well, maybe one day for God is 1,000 years, and maybe the earth really is billions of years old. I thought what this guy said was interesting enough to have a conversation about, so I shared it. I mean, I, uh, I saved it, and here we go. The universe is 6,000 years old, but it's also billions of years old. Hear me out. When God created the trees, he created them fully grown, which means they're going to have rings, right? When God created Adam and Eve, they were mature, right? And when Jesus in John 2 creates wine from the water, people think it's the good wine, the wine that's been aged for a long time. So could God have created the earth 6,000 years ago, but with built-in age? Makes you think, doesn't it? What if the universe is 6,000 years old, but it's also billions of years old? <laughs> hey, I'm all about critical thinking. I'm all about discussion, especially when it comes to the Bible and the word of God and Jesus Christ. What if the earth is 6,000 years old, but is also billions of years old 
God created the earth with built-in age? Well, the trees were fully grown. Adam and Eve were adults. I mean, it's not far-fetched to have a conversation about. It just, it was very, uh, (laughs) wow. Just wow. Just wow. I mean, if he is omnipresent, omnipotent, if he is outside of time, a thousand years to him is like one day and one day is like a thousand years, then it's not far-fetched to think that the earth is only 6,000 years old but with built-in age. (laughs) Lots to think about, lots to talk about. That's why these videos are so incredible to me that I've got to share them. I just got to. I've got more. Ready for this? Watch this. This is from... This one's going to really get you. I'm Sullivan says, okay, so what does it matter as long as God God made them? We're not trying to prove a point. It's not, we're not trying to prove a point or say it matters or it doesn't matter. It's just conversation. It's conversation. It's great conversation to have. I think God built us in his image to have critical thinking to talk about stuff like that. It's not in one way or another going to get somebody to believe or not believe in Christ, but it's a great conversation to piece to have. Now check this out. This is from an ex-ISIS member. This guy used to kill Christians. <sighs> Who knows what this guy did until he found Jesus. Let's play it. They didn't understand. I did not understand uh, what, how could that be possible because, because I have heard Allah is forgiving and merciful, but we cannot know His forgiveness till the day of judgment. So I said, who are you that forgives me? And I feel forgiven today. And he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I did not understand what that means because I had never heard those words. So I said, what is your name? And he said, Jesus Christ, the living God. I fell on the floor. And I just wept. Wow. He'd never heard that before. He'd never read, I am Jesus Christ and I am the way, the truth, and the life. He'd never read the Bible. All he said was, I found it really hard that I had to wait until I died to find out if I'm worthy. If I am worthy. And Jesus told him, I am Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and I am the way and the truth and the life. And he fell to the floor. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when we can throw our arms around him? 
Here's another one I saved for you. You're really yeah. going to like this. This is a uh, this is a uh, metaphorical or analogy, metaphorical story or an analogy that I think you're really going to like. Here we go. Lady committed a crime and she was sent to court. The punishment for the crime was life imprisonment. When her case was called to court, she started weeping. Even her family and friends who accompanied her started to weep too because there was no hope. But then something crazy happened. Before the young lady could stand in the witness box, a man stood up and the courtroom was silent. Everyone looked at him. He was noble and gentle. The man went to the witness box and interceded on behalf of the woman. The case was difficult, but the man used all of his strength, focus, and resources to fight on behalf of the woman. After a long legal battle between the man and the accusers, the woman was set free. The lady fell before the man and asked, who are you? The very next day, the lady committed another crime and was sent to the same court. As soon as the woman entered the courtroom, she saw the man who previously interceded on her behalf was sitting in the judgment seat. He was no longer the lawyer, he was the judge. The lady started to smile and said, I have come again. The man said, yesterday I was your lawyer and I fought for you even though you were guilty. He said, but today I am the judge and my judgment must be fair. With tears in her eyes, she asked the man again, who are you? The man replied, yesterday I was your savior. Today I am your judge. Today, Christ is your savior and redeemer, but the day is coming when he will give a fair judgment to everyone. Jesus is coming soon. So you better prepare to meet him. Wow, again. I'm telling you, folks, when I get up in the morning and I have my, my, my coffee and I'm sitting there by myself, and I'm watching these videos and I'm praying and I'm just asking God to be in my life for the day, he shows me incredible things like this. And for me, and I don't know about you, I know there's some old souls in here, some people who are like all about, you know, hymns and, and reading things in the old you know, King James Version way, and they understand that better. But you have to understand something. For me, when I spend time with God, it's not only about Bible reading for me. It's about reading testimony. It's about reading um, uh, devotionals. It's about watching videos that other people do as they spread the gospel, like Ray Comfort and stuff. And what that does is it not only inspires me, but it gets me closer with Jesus and helps me understand in a way that I probably wouldn't have otherwise. But it helps me strengthen my love and my journey and my relationship with Jesus and in Doing so, it guides me to the verses that God wants me to read today. So it may be different for me than it is for you. And that's okay. Because we're all different parts of the body of Christ. And we all have different roles, different paths, different futures, different everything. And it's okay. Once you find out what God wants you here to do, ladies and gentlemen... You will be unstoppable. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Rise Up today. What a very, very powerful episode. Sean Farish and Ungoverned is coming up next, followed by Live from America and then Unafraid with Mike Crispy. 
I am so incredibly happy and blessed that we do this show every day. I've come so far. You've come so far. But as far as we've come, we've got an infinite way to go. And I look forward to traveling that journey with you. So God bless you. I love you. And thank you for joining in today on Rise Up. Have a great rest of your morning.